This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. Hi, I'm Chris, and Adam and I recorded this episode in the first season of the Device and Virtue podcast in 2017, exclusively for our friends. Now I guess you're our friend, so join the circle and enjoy our first attempt at arguing about tech and faith. Oh, and uh, find our newest episodes at deviceandvirtue.com. So what year did social media get started? In 2004, that's when Facebook launched. Nope, try the first century. That's right, social media in the same era that the New Testament was written. This is Device and Virtue. I'm Adam, and I'm here with Chris. Hello. And we are in Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Finally doing this. We're finally doing this. It's awesome. We've been planning this for a couple months. It started with a text message. It's true, which is which is good. But really, we've been doing this for years. We have been doing this for years. It's true. Uh, Not uh, podcasting. Well, you know, you're writing and thinking about technology and the church and theology and communication and sort of how it wraps into our lives. Right. Finding the ways that technology is actually something that Christians have something to say about. And I, and I like uh, I like how we met because we did meet appropriately on the internet. We did, right? Yeah, we, like weirdos. We met on the internet. <laughs> That's how it happened. Uh, and you're saying I initiated it, right? Okay, well, you were the one that commented on my blog the first That's time. because I was following your blog before you were following mine. I'm pretty sure. That's, that might be true. That's true. That might be true. But we were both like blogging about our thoughts on this. Right. Me out of seminary, like right. thinking through this stuff and, and talking about it. And, and uh, I, you know, I'll be honest. I, li- I sort of liked your stuff. Thanks. I appreciate it. It, <laughs> it was never as good as yours. I just know that for a fact. Uh, but then we had that weird time where we actually met in person after meeting, like, like, Hey, we're right. gonna, let's get dinner. Right. So that was weird. And, in, and the rest is history, in history. Really. Yeah. And now, and now, I mean, we've been friends ever since. So like it must've worked out. Okay. It must have. And so the next obvious step is a podcast. Yeah. About <laughs> the, the next step in our relationship <laughs> was obviously a podcast. Yeah. It's good. No, I'm excited about it. episode one. Right. So I'm excited about what we're talking about. And you, you kind of brought it to the table and yeah, uh, why don't you tell me kind of what we're talking about today? Yeah, so it's this, uh, we're talking about a chapter from a book called Writing in the Wall by Tom Standage, who's a like tech digital editor of The Economist. Okay, yeah. So he's like a British guy. He's very British. So like automatically he gets points in my book. And, yeah, well, uh, who and with the accent would be even better. I know, but, right? And he's written like six books on like the history of technology. So he really has thought a lot about history and technology yeah. kind of stuff. And even before uh, I had heard about, before you had told me about this book, I had actually read another book of his. And he kind of takes this same approach uh, that he takes in writing on the wall, writing in the wall. Writing in the wall, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, the Victorian internet, right? Is right. The one, and the one we um, were talking about today is writing in the wall on the chapter is uh, called the Roman media. Okay. The first social media ecosystem. And so this is good. So this is, he says, essentially, Facebook is not new. Okay. Not even close to new. Huh. Instead, think first century BC. Okay. So uh, like before Christ, he's saying there was social media. Absolutely. So uh, so here's the rundown. Okay. I'll give you the rundown. Uh, Roman Empire. Do you remember like, uh, I think of my world history textbook with the Mediterranean and all like, I don't know, it's all colored all the way up to Spain, all the way, you know, Israel over there, all the way in North Africa. Yeah, everything's it's, red, it's right? Huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, great. It's huge. And uh, they have this great system of roads. You sort of think about that. And so they can send couriers up and down the roads. And there's this sort of uh, elite class of folks that can are highly literate. Okay. Uh, and they're sort of the rulers. And they all started out in Rome, but they as they expand, they become the governors of different cities further out. Okay. Interesting. And so they sort of want to pass messages to each other. And they so they have slaves, really oh, slaves, that right. would, would do a lot of letter writing. So like... This, this, oh, so the slaves were writing on behalf of. Well, wait, the so elite? the slaves become the, the writers, the taker downers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so, I, so I'm writing a moat to you. And this is. So they're is really, like the computer keyboards of the day. Yeah. A little <laughs> exactly. bit. And it's really much, you know, I thought of this when I was taught this, it was more like letters, you know, very slow, but right. it's not. What it turns out, and he argues this in the book, is it's actually like people would do this every day, multiple times a day, constantly. Huh. So, so like, they were like checking their email like constantly. Checking their email constantly. Huh. So like a slave walks, you know, like, hey, slave, come into the room. I mean, <laughs> let's, we're just going to assume this is bad with the slave part, right? But the slave comes into the room and it's like, you sort of talk to them. You just say, hey, take this down. Right. And you, the slave sort of, you sort of write it on your little wax tablet right. or maybe papyrus if it's going to be a letter that's going right. to go farther, like outside the city. Okay. And uh, you write it down. I never have to do anything because I'm the one percent. And uh, you scroll, you 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 scroll that thing up and run out the door and hand it to a courier, or maybe you go yourself. And it gets run to your friend's house, and the slave runs into the living room where uh, where my friend is and, and and reads it aloud. Okay. So it's like voicemails actually. Okay. So so. Basically, like your bandwidth was limited by how many slaves you had. Well, yeah, but then then um, then they copy them, and so, so you get co- some people copying other slaves' stuff, and so you have yeah, you have uh, you get to benefit from the rich guy down the street that has ten right. slaves. They all can copy stuff, and they would actually take one letter sometimes, and then all copy it out, make fifty copies of it, and send it to everyone else, like hitting reply all. Huh on a message in a city and then everyone would get it that day. Right. So it's crazy. So he has all this stuff about it. Um, I could tell you all about it, but, uh, but, but you I should just, read, read the book <laughs> writing in the wall. I mean, exactly. Um, th- I, mean, I have a lot of questions and thoughts about how this affected sort of Christians, how it affects us. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're talking, we're talking first, first century BC. And we know that like, then Jesus comes and you have the church, right? Absolutely. And so there's <laughs> the, one of the most fascinating parts at the end of this chapter is uh, him talking about uh, saying, <laughs> one of the guys that would have been busy on the Roman social network <laughs> was Paul. Okay. 
Yeah. Right? So he writes 14 letters in the New Testament. He uses the letters, you know, Colossians and Ephesians and all these things that we think of being as Paul in the New Testament are part of this Roman social media system. And mm. it's sort of addressed to different people. And there are other people writing it. I, I'm sure you've obviously, you and I have noticed in Romans chapter 16, uh, there's that part where it says, I, Tertius, who wrote this letter, greet you in the Lord. And it's the guy right. that's taking down the letter. Right, right, right. Because Paul's just talking it to him. Right. So the amanuensis, if yeah. you do biblical studies, the secretary. Um, <laughs> But and it continues into the early church with the Bishop of Ignatius, and so he sort of tracks all this thing of like writing letters, getting copied all around rapidly, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and people sort of reading them, sort of like, uh, yeah. So so these letters that Paul's like writing to Rome, to the Romans, to the Corinthians, these letters are actually getting copied by people in the church or um, maybe slaves who are uh, able to attend. Church, maybe because their their masters do or whatever, but they're copying. Well, yeah. So one of the most interesting along. things that Tom Standage says about the Christians is that they did it a little bit different than the Roman elite. Okay. And so it wasn't just the slaves, uh, which is fascinating, uh, because the slaves they had to be specially trained for this. So, like, actually, when you have documents or letters back then, there was there was some crazy stuff about it. You probably couldn't just read it because there was huh. no spaces. Okay. No punctuation. No paragraph markers of any kind, and so it's almost like huh. decoding it. Like you had to be trained, especially to sort of like uh, pull out that piece of paper and then read it aloud to, to so who you're supposed to read it. All to. the words were just kind of run together, completely jumbled together. Uh, Christians are some of the first to add punctuation, paragraph marking, spaces to help make it readable by people who weren't specially trained. So they were kind of wanting to make it more accessible. Yeah, hmm. uh, which is which is fascinating, right? It is. Um, and he says it might have something to do with the the Gospel of Mark was 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 spaced out like that, and um, so people copied that. But it also so more people could get the message. So so fascinating. That's cool, and uh, and it seemed to have worked, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> so here's my question for you, Adam. So Tom is making this whole argument that social media has been around forever, and that this. This Roman thing uh, is, the, is sort of the example of that. Okay. Do you buy it? You know, uh, I think I was a little skeptical when I started reading, writing in the wall. Um, but I think Tom definitely makes a compelling argument. Um, I, I I do think it's really fascinating. One of the things that really kind of caught my imagination was his... Um, discussion of these wax tablets you mentioned earlier. So like this was a wax tablet. It was kind of like a book, but and it, it was two pieces of wood with wax on the face of these tablets. Like when you closed it, they were, you know, covered up. But they would like write in the wax some note and then they would hand it to a slave and the slave would take it to whomever, right? Like the new iPad Pro. Like the new iPad Pro. I mean, so it's like this this wax tablet, a tablet. You know, <laughs> right. we're using these words today. And uh, literally the couriers were called tabulary. I kid you not. That's awesome. Yeah. They yeah. So like they they brought, so they took these tabs. I mean, it's just like text messaging today. You know, it's it's kind of to one person and it's sent back and it's kind of this back and forth texting. Yeah. And they're in temporary, thing. like almost more like Snapchat. Yeah. They'd yeah. Get it's erased temporary. They, they would erase it and start <laughs> over. Right. Well, but but I have to say, like as I was reading that whole chapter, the the thought kept coming back to me that like the people who had access to this were the elite, 
they were the 1% of Rome, mm. if that, like the 0.1%. Mm. Like a good example. So he talks a lot about Cicero, right? Cicero, everybody knows his name because he was like writing all the time. So yeah, famous Roman philosopher guy. Yeah. He, and he wrote like something like, we, we have like 900 letters from Cicero. Right. Well, he was part of this 1%, right? And so like the notion that, Social media, when we think of social media today, we think of being, you know, it being broad and everybody having access. It's very democratic, blah, blah, blah. But really, like in the Roman social media world, it seemed like it was mostly the 1% that had access to that totally. sort of stuff. Yeah, I think it's a fair, pretty fair criticism uh, because, yeah, you had to have slaves running around <laughs> copying right. this stuff and doing it. So you had right. to, right? You were rich. But, it, uh, Actually, Tom goes into this, too, because he winds up saying that uh, it's not just slaves that do some of this. No, some of the stuff was news from the Roman Senate and very 1%, and um, it would include the, you know, and who the news was about. Right. Was about the 1%, too. Right. Like, so-and-so got married, so-and-so yeah, got divorced. Yeah, the celebrities. They'd have, yeah, they'd have celebrity news and gossip, for real. <laughs> it's uh, like People Magazine or Us Weekly. Uh, he tabloids. makes this funny point about saying that a divorce was always a political opportunity. Someone's like, oh, so-and-so is divorcing. I maybe could move in there and be the governor <laughs> or something. Um, but uh, but he also said, he has this whole section about um, Gananius Alilius, uh, Roman name, wrote on your wall. You nailed that name, I'm I sure. I nailed it. Wrote on your wall. And so like he's talking about like Pompeii. Do you remember the city that's covered by volcano dust? Okay. Like yeah, the, uh, yes. in Italy now and like you can, like the whole city's there. And uh, they found all these uh, things written still there on ancient walls of houses. Really? Because the houses were like these square courtyard things where all the windows went to the inside. Okay. And the outside along the street would just be a blank wall. And so people would write stuff on this. And this isn't the elite. This is like the people just walking down the street. And mm. so they found, like they'd find political status updates is the way Tom puts it. Like he has one, he says, the goldsmiths, the goldsmiths unanimously urged the election of Gaius to something uh, like like a political update, and yeah. there's a sarcastic political update of like the the petty thieves request the election of Vatius, which <laughs> I think Vatius probably wasn't for the petty thieves. Yeah, you know he probably saying. wasn't, and if he was, then nobody would vote for him. Oh, this I other think. guy that like had a good day. He's like, I won eight thousand denarii by gaming. <laughs> that sounds like an advertisement for a casino. Yeah, it's actually the ad, right? Yeah, like, right. Come play, exactly. I don't know, farms of something on Facebook. <laughs> But right, so like he's saying that there was this social media system for the common man too, right? And but it was like the walls of houses and commercial buildings, kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, sort of through the city, like people could write sort of anything. Uh, he has a ton of examples. So, so it was a little bit like bathroom stalls would be today. Well, I mean, if you know about Pompeii, there was definitely some bathroom stall stuff that oh, probably yeah. you and I um, couldn't say who was with who and. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, but that there, stuff there's too. records apparently. No, well, the, it was still on the walls. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they didn't expect it to be as permanent as it was. And and you know, I think some of the, I think the other thing he does convince me a lot that this is sort of the same. You know, he even has this idea about the these the acronyms. So he has uh, SPD, like people would write this in letters okay. to each other, like which stood for Salute Plurimum. Digit, my Latin. Again, um, nailed it. <laughs> right. Or S-V-B-E-V, which stood for C. Wales Bene Est Ego Wale. I had Latin, I want you to know. Really? In seventh and eighth grade. I, that, 
That last one actually convinced me a Thank little you. bit. Uh, and that one stood for, if you are well, that is good. I am well. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of writing all that out, you just wrote S-V-B-E-E-V, which... <laughs> Sounds Which like everybody that. knows. <laughs> oh, right. So, like, if you're you know, good. I'm good. We're good. Right. So, like, BRB, LOL, whatever. Like, this is that yeah. stuff. This is social yeah. media. I, I learned this week SMH, shaking my head. This week you learned shaking my head? I know. Head? It's pathetic. You I, would think I like. I know my answer to that SMH. Yeah. You, you can't are. believe you don't Thank know you. that. Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate that. Nailed it. Just saying. Uh, so, I think it really convinces me that this is really similar. I, I think I think it is uh, surprisingly similar. Um, I mean, they were writing on people's walls. That sounds a lot like <laughs> no today. Right. And it makes me wonder, like, did Mark Zuckerberg read about this and decide to use, like, where did he come up with the You know, I don't the know the term answer to that. Wall. That would be fascinating. It would be fascinating. To find out where the... I mean, was he just... I mean, I only think of, like, when I was in college, in your dorm people would write on your door. Um, yeah. Like if you had like a, yeah. a whiteboard or whatever. Yeah, a whiteboard. That's how yeah, we did it right. back when you and I were in college yeah. before, <laughs> before the texting. Before texting, right. We're not that So, old. yeah. Um, speak for yourself. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. So maybe that's where I got it from. So, okay, I have another question. Okay. So sort of given that the early church... So we talk, I talked about Paul and the letters, but even the earlier church, like the you know Ignatius was a church father um, in the first century after that, and he was doing a lot of this letter writing and it was copied around. What implications does it have that Christianity itself was founded in like a social media Roman environment? You know, the first thought that comes to mind is that it's a good sign in the sense that we live in a social media environment today. And if the church of 2000 years ago was kind of coming of age in, in that sort of environment, they were, we're not so far removed from them uh, as, as we maybe feel like we are. And, and if the church could thrive in a social media environment like that, um, I think the church has the opportunity to thrive in a social media environment uh, like today. Now, one thing that's really interesting yeah. to me about um, this writing in the wall book is that um, Thomas Standage's uh, argument partly is that social media is sort of the natural... Um, environment for media and that mass media is actually the exception to the rule mm, mm-hmm, that was a really mm-hmm. surprising thing to me and it's in some ways more a, a bit of a positive to me because i look at a lot of what the church has done through mass media and and they've done some positive and mass broad, media like tv like, like radio, broadcast or, right, radio broadcast. yeah mm-hmm. um kind of that one 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 way um one to many sort of mass or roberts was one of seen as the first religious pioneers of yeah, yeah right like radio right anyway yeah i mean and but the church has done that and we've seen some weird sort of morphs of the church in that context and so now that there's more of a a broader social media kind of coming back to and this is this is tom standage's argument that like 
it's coming back to what's more natural um, for media, where it's more of a it's more of um, a mishmash of a lot of people. It's not just a one direction thing. I think well, it's not just a one direction thing. I think is the key because that's like the difference. You know, maybe sometimes people don't think about it, but I think digital media, the difference between digital media and our TV is one thing. And it's not about the technology, how it gets there. It's not about whether there's a screen or not. It's about, is it interactive? Hmm. Hmm. And can you interact with it? Can you modify it, change it, right. go back and forth? With right. it? That's the whole difference. Do you have any sort of power so in, we talk about, in the relationship? I mean, you get, you, know, you get into screen time for kids, and I think, but I think there's a massive difference between someone, a kid interacting and doing things uh-huh. with the screen versus staring at something and just watching it. Uh-huh. It's the difference between this broadcast media and the social media. And mm-hmm. I think he... It's describing a social media and interact. It's relational. It is relational interaction that right. the social word, this is ecclesia. This is the church. It's right. the context of the people and their communication together, which forms them. Hmm. Uh, and like, I think absolutely for the church fathers and certainly for Paul, he is forming a church through the words, hmm. um, through the, the back and forth, through the engagement. And we have a lot of that narrative in, um, you know, some of it, now we have only one part of the letter, but you know, like we have the engagement, like you know, well, for instance, you know, First Corinthians and Second Corinthians, but obviously we know there's a letter between those two. Oh right. Um, or um, we have a lot in Acts going on. There's there's letters being written back and forth. Oh, I see. And there's, uh, and then you know, visits. But this the the words are forming a people. It is a social media. It is not a broadcasted. Right. The, the scripture in the church was not formed. Um, through Paul going out and sort of writing this missive and dropping it on everybody. Right, right. He he was doing it out of a context, into a context. He was being shaped by the letters coming back from the churches he was hearing from. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't just, hey, listen to me. Yeah, I think it's supernatural. Uh, <laughs> that was not, that was not what not, you meant. That was not on purpose. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, but maybe it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I think I think we got to wrap it up yeah. after that. It's yep. all downhill from there. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so the book is Tom Standage's S T A N D A G E's writing in the wall, and the chapter is uh, about the Roman social media. It's like chapter two, I think. Yeah, if you're interested in right. we'll link to it. Yep. Right in the show notes. Sweet. We will do it. Okay, Chris. It's time for vice or virtue. Ah. Location services, vice or virtue? Like, like, like on my like on the iPhone on my app. Yeah, your apps, your location services. Like, do you let them have just all the access they want to where you are? Virtue, yes. Really? Absolutely. Because how are you supposed to be stuck? down in Lincoln Square, or actually I was on Lincoln Park yesterday, and I quickly needed to get back up to my home, and I need Google to instantly tell me as quickly as possible. Literally, I don't know if you know this, you can hit the mic on Google Maps and say, Uh take me home. Really? And it will instantly plot out the course back for you. Location services are, I want them on all the time. Oh, man. So it can get me anywhere I need. Well, I would say... On my end, yeah, vice. vice or virtue, definitely a vice. I I don't use ways because they want location services on all the time, 
And I'm like, no, I don't want yeah, you to Yeah, because you're going places. I'm, yeah, but I can use Google Maps, which allows me to have it on when I have the app on. And I'm okay but with it's that. it's so much slower. It's got to get like a lock after you open oh, it. Oh, man. Is, Aren't you bored to tears during that time? Yeah, that two milliseconds. Mm. No. Nope. Vice, if, if, if it's location services all the time, I'm not having it. Well, I'm glad you're wrong. All right, let's wrap. This is the Device and Virtue Podcast. Christian thinking about technology in the church. Absolutely. Episode one. Boom. Let's do it again. <laughs>